So I've talked about this person quite a bit. I reference his content all the time. I consider him to be truly like a pioneer in the whole TV commentary, pop culture of it all. And I'm honored to have him here. So please welcome Kemp of Kempire. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm really, really, really excited that you're here because a lot of my listeners and viewers know that I just even just recently when I referenced your Orange County takes, I had like 30 comments like, I love him. You watch him. I'm like, who doesn't? (laughs) Plenty of people, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I can I get nerdy on you and ask, like, how long have you how long have you been doing it? What got you into it? What was that journey for you? Well, it's funny because a lot of people, I think, think that this has just sort of happened like in the like the last two, three years. But I have been commenting on pop culture and reality TV for years. So much so years. Go, I had an interview with Portia Stewart, who's now Portia Williams, who's now blocked me. Um, <laughs> we've had a very interesting relationship, Portia and I. But, you know, look, I've been blocked by better. <laughs> hey, Anita Baker. Um, but oh no. So- <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I've been I've been doing this for a long time, but it really didn't make a turn, at least not until like the last two to three years. So it's also a, a sign for anyone that's doing this or doing something else. Just keep doing it. If it's something that you're really passionate about or love, just keep doing it. You just never know when your time will come. I have been following you for at least five years. Wow. At least. Right. I have no concept of time anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Me either. (laughs) I'm like, like, when was that? (laughs) I don't remember. Yeah, no, I've been following you forever. And what's what's so fun about watching when someone finally gets that big that big moment where it's like now it's taken off, the momentum is there, is you start to see the production glow up. (laughs) And now you always have this fire background with this lighting. You look amazing at the camera. So yes, 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 yes. I'm very, very happy for you. Well, you know, really all of that is me always trying to make myself better, you know, both visually, audio by, you know, what I'm watching, how I'm watching, how I'm presenting. And, and I make sure that I really don't watch other content creators just so that I can just remain pure to what I do. But I do want, and when I say content creators, content creators that cover what I, what I cover, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really like, I, I see like those that teach in the, the, the realm of oh, how to upgrade your live streams and things like that. Those are the people that I watch because how do I improve this? How do I make this better? How do I improve myself? How do I present better? Absolutely. I agree. That is that because I think we're only in competition with ourselves, period. And so as you, I feel like you kind of will get this as a perfectionist. We're always striving for that, even though we know it's not attainable, even though we (laughs) think it kind of might be. It's just like that constant quest for it. So Thank you for all that you have given us. I love your, and I'm the same way. Before I record, I don't watch anyone else's commentary on it. Otherwise, I I have a tendency to, not necessarily, it's not on purpose, but I can kind of parrot what someone else says. And you can't help it. And it's not, it's not that we don't enjoy what other people are doing, but you do want to be like, you don't want to be influenced by something yes. that's said, because you'll probably look at something and be like, um, I didn't think about that. And now it's maybe changed your original thought. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to wait until I say it and then someone else say it to me, like during the live when people call in. Then I'm like, oh, well, I never thought about that. I completely agree. Pure is the perfect word for it. Pure. That's You want to remain pure and authentic. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows from Housewives to Vanderpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. Um, Okay, so what I always do with my guests is I go through the cast and I'm going to just say the name and you give me your your take on them just so that we know we're getting into before we go to the recap. (laughs) Um, okay, let's start. Let's start a little controversial because I don't know where anyone really stands on her anymore. Heather. Heather Dubrow. 
honestly, I've had, I see why people might like her and wanted to see her come back. Mm-hmm. And especially in this last episode, I felt like she's so quirky. She's pretentious in a good way. Not one of those ways you're like, ugh, I can't stand watching her. I like her. To me, she's a little kooky. I mean, she, I think she was a little drunk on that boat. I wasn't sure. I was like, is that just her or is she a little drunk? Or maybe she was microdosing. I don't know. Might have been both. It could have been both. I mean, look. So I am in a, I like her. I don't think she brought what people expected her to bring last season. Mm-hmm. However, I don't mind her. But I have to see how the season goes. I think she is going to have a tough season, though. I agree, because the way she kind of it just totally ignored Emily in that little moment. I was like, ooh, 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 I'm going to be te- I'm going to be team Emily on that one because that was just straight up rude. But I'm the same way. I thought she had her with her kids will always get yes. me. Yeah, she's such a good mom with these like accepting of all of her kids, different, you know, announcements about their sexuality and genders. She's like, whatever, we're here to love. And we need that representation for sure. Exactly. We need, for, for, sure. For, parents, for parents that love her are seeing yes. how she's doing it. Yes. I, I need that on our television. 100%. Okay, let's go to Gina. Oh, damn. A lot of people hate Gina. I didn't realize because, you know, I... <laughs> this is the only city that I have not watched chapter and verse like every other city. Oh. I, like, I chapter and verse Dallas. I never <laughs> got into OC. And then after a while, I was just like, oh. And then, you know, recapping all the other shows. People are like, can you recap OC? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll try. So I've been really getting into it now in like the last couple of seasons. Uh-huh. I didn't realize how many people hate Gina. <laughs> And again, I'm not allowing people to influence how I feel because I'm stubbornly a tourist. So <laughs> that makes sense. I don't hate her. Mm. But I, however, I get why people feel like, why are you here? It's that like her real friendship with Emily. So for me, Emily has safeguarded her position, at least for now. And that brings me to Emily then, because I'm kind of, I'm on the same page with you. Like I I actually ducked out of last season about mm-hmm. halfway through wow, because wow. I couldn't handle Noella. <laughs> <laughs> I just like she, because she felt so manufactured to me. She mm. felt like she went, here's the formula for how to do a housewives season. And I'm going to hit all those notes. And if I can't connect with you organically, it just got too exhausting. And like you said, Heather didn't bring what they thought she was going to bring. It's because they relied on her too much. Mm-hmm. They thought, just we'll put just Heather on the show. But Heather only works when she's got like a Vicky or a Tamra to mm-hmm. like loosen her up and just be like, shut up, Heather. We don't care about you. Because they yeah. technically have more seniority over her at the end of the day. Yeah. As where everyone seems kind of more money, though. Not more money. No one ever has more money than Heather. And that's the thing is when she leans all the way into just being rich, it's kind of like, oh, (laughs) love it for you. But when you have someone like Tamara to be like, loosen up, and she kind of has to be like, you know, doing her little sip of a shot. It's like, that's cute. That works for me. But Gina, I just am shocked she's still there. Everyone, apparently. Because she's not rich. (laughs) I, I mean, I've sort of let go of okay. everyone, on, <laughs> everyone on these casts being rich because I always go back to when you look at the Real Housewives of New York, when Bethany was on there, she wasn't rich. You always True. had that one broke friend. So I'm okay with Gina being that one broke friend. And she is. <laughs> I think I probably would feel differently if I was watching Gina season after season. Mm-hmm. I would be like, why is she here? But for me, it's like seeing a new fresh face. And I really do like her interaction with Emily because I yes, feel like it's real. It's genuine. We don't get that a lot on these reality shows. Now, when did you, when have, what have you seen? What seasons have you seen of Orange County? Season we on 17, maybe 16, 17. Did I see 15? I can't remember now. Maybe that was a disaster like, season. That was Kelly Dodd. Uh, oh, no, I did Tamara. not see. I seen clips of that season. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I did start watching like season one just to kind of see if I could. Get, I just could not get into it. I, I mean, I kind of get it. it. I get it. 
So, and then it's just so much to watch and catch up on. So I was just like, I, I'm going to have to. That's the problem. Once there's, you know, what the, what's so funny is someone recently asked me, because there's also so many seasons of Atlanta, they were like, what season should I start with? And I was like, one, you started one. <laughs> How dare you ask so that? True. Because the first early seasons of Atlanta are like a sitcom. It's so funny. They have like the funny little background score going the whole time too. And it's just, uh, you got to watch that. But Orange County, the early seasons are almost like a different show. It's almost wow. like a whole different world. So yeah. when you go back and watch it, it's like until Tamara joins and then like Heather joins. So I'll usually tell people to start at Heather's first season, which I think is seven. Okay. It might be six because she does kind of change the whole vibe and they do enough catching up. Just because I know it's intimidating to watch all 17, 17 seasons. seasons of well, technically show. 16. 16, but, but still. It's a lot. Good. It's a lot. And, and only Atlanta's worth it. I'm yeah. doing Oh. Is this your first time with Vanderpump? First, first time, but I'm already on season five. But I also recapped and watched season 10 as it was happening. Okay. But see, season one of, see, early seasons of Vanderpump are also good because it's just, uh, it's like these people forgot they were on TV <laughs> and they were just willing to show us everything. And so it was kind of amazing much. for that reason. <laughs> but okay, Emily. Now you said you like Emily. I can't believe I like Emily this season. I liked her last season. I felt I felt her a little. I just, did too. I forgot. Like, I forgot. Self-deprecating humor. Mm-hmm. I like her, and I, and I, I also saw too. online that a lot of people didn't like her, and I thought that's probably because of her friendship with Gina. So I felt like she got the stench of Gina on her. So that's part of the reason why people don't like her. But I, I she's a real housewife. I love the fact she's an attorney. I love her self-deprecating humor. For me, she gets in there when necessary to get involved with everyone. I think she's a great housewife. I agree. And I actually, someone had to, sort of, someone had to school me a little bit. They're like, lean into Emily. Just let her be, because you didn't see Shane, her husband, in his worst seasons. Oh, I heard though. Yeah. So I think that was hard for me to shake off, but now- my friend who kind of pitched her to me in a different way was like, if you just allow it to be what it is, you'll like her. And this season I'm like, okay, I can see it. She's, she seems genuine. She seems real. She seems comfortable. And she seems like she really is trying to play the mediator and not yeah. pretend to play the mediator just to try to serve drama. Cause you know how that people can do that. I'm just trying to be the mediator. I'm like, no, no, you're stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 that's like when, when Heather or when Tamara tries to say she's being the mediator. You haven't seen the worst of Tamara seasons either. I saw the worst of Tamara at BravoCon. Okay, I didn't see it for myself, but I heard all kinds of things at BravoCon about Tamara stirring the pot behind the scenes. Oh, my God. Uh, you mean among her cast or just among everyone? No, among everyone. Because she, she wanted to get fodder for her, her podcast. Podcast. Oh. Her and the net. Her and the net were stirring the I'm pot. I'm not surprised. Why am I even surprised? <laughs> Honestly, that's that is a when Tamara hooked hooked up with Teddy Mellencamp, that was not the move. Mm. It was the move for Teddy, yes. but it was not the move for Tamara because I think they're like in. She's rubbing off on her. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> okay, um, how, about, how do you how do you feel about the new girl, Jen? I well, it's only episode two. Exactly. We always start two. strong, and then we're like, yeah. "Never mind." I take it back. Someone found something online. Yeah, because I don't want you to go. say it later to me. You said you loved her. <laughs> I like the story that we're getting from her. She seems like a genuine person, already opening up to us about her affair, saying that yes, it yes. wasn't a affair. I didn't sleep with them, but I, it wasn't an affair. She fosters animals. She fosters children. The story about her son Dominic. I was like. Okay, then I kind of like you. You're, you already look and sound like you're from the OC, so you fit in already. But all these other elements, I was just like, okay, uh-huh. I, I like what I got so far. And she's not afraid to tell her truth. You know, so many like Noella, her truth wasn't really <laughs> there, or whatever truth she was trying her to give. Truth was trying to track down. It was like, where are we going? Where did it? <laughs> I can't find it. I agree. Some people, some people did say, you know, after the premiere of RHOC that they missed Noella, and I was just like. No, I didn't mind Noella because I think Heather needed someone to shake her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after the season as a whole, I was just like, I don't think I can go another season with Noella and these antics. Yeah, it was antics. That's what it, it was. It was antics. It was tricks. It was that kind of stuff. It was like, I get what you're doing. We've watched this shit long enough to know what you're doing. Okay, girl. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into the trickier ones. How about Shannon? 
I kind of like Shannon. And Shannon, if you ever hear this, this is not an insult. However, it's sort of like your grandma. She's just so (laughs) kooky, loving. So you can never be mad at her. So I kind of get that vibe from her. And I kind of feel like she means to be rude. Like Ramona, she's like Ramona rude sometimes, Uh but not problematic Ramona. Yeah, not problematic Ramona. Like she's treading that line of being problematic, but she's not there yet, but she's still rude. I don't think think she's a bad person. Yeah. I kind of like her. Like she's like my grandma. Sorry. (laughs) I know she probably going to be my grandma. Amazing. (laughs) But she does. She reads older. I feel like she's probably the same age as Tamara, but she reads like 20 years older. She looks great. No, she does. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like the energy she's giving me. What did what did uh, what did Jennifer Aiden say at the Real Housewives in Jersey reunion? Oh my god, that was so good. Not old lady energy, grandma energy. Grandma energy. So Another thing that because you didn't see her at her worst is her when she was divorcing David and it was there. But here's the thing. I always understood why she was on the show. Like as soon as they introduced her, I was like, oh, I get it. She's just TV like gold, essentially, because she's going to be a mess. She's going to have fights with her husband in the kitchen while the rest of them are in the in the living room. Like she was so inappropriate and and so nuts. And I was like, oh, I get it. Easy casting, 100 percent. And she got along with Vicky right away. And Vicky usually hates everybody. So that was a big deal. But when she when Shannon was at her worst, I I was like, I cannot handle this person. Then at her worst, I'm sorry. At her worst, is that like a reference to what um what's his name? A Tamara's husband said this week in regards to her drinking and mm-hmm. out of that relationship was David. And I was like, Ooh. I watched the show chapter and verse, but David? Yeah. When Eddie said that, I was like, well, okay, so you know, the couples would go on dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Shannon, they were in a miserable marriage. Miserable. She was miserable. He was miserable. And then obviously he cheated, he cheated on her. <laughs> you know, but it was like, she was so difficult that even I was like, all right. I, oh. oh my God. Like, I'm sort of deciding with David on a few of this shit. But, oh. you know. Eddie shouldn't have said that. That was when he said, I was like, damn, he's willing to get in at this season. You could right. tell he's also like, oh, I can't. Because Tamara said he was outspoken. He did not want her to do the show again. Really? He, well, I mean, the money's probably good, but he was very good. Filming's <laughs> exhausting for him. And he, Tamara's not like this in real life. Tamara's day to day life, she doesn't really drink ever. She's just a fitness person. So when she gets on the show, she starts. Her, with her, she's so tiny and in shape that like one glass of champagne probably gets her wasted. And then she starts drinking, 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 and then she becomes a mess. And Eddie has been outspoken about the fact that he's like, ugh, okay. Because he knows it's good TV. Yeah. And so I was disappointed. Now let's get to Tamara. I was, I'm going to start. I was very <laughs> bummed with Tamara's drunk antics. I feel like she knows she's back on the show. And she pulled a trick, like a, almost like a party trick. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just get really drunk and who knows what's going to come out of my mouth type of thing. And it was so vile and like ugly. And she, her, like one eye was closed. She was so drunk telling <laughs> Shannon. She, so I was bummed. But I was excited for Tamara's return. That being said, all my listeners are like, you love Tamara. But you know I play it fair. That's also why I love your content. You play it fair. I try to. You don't stand anyone. If they make a mistake, you call them out. Yeah, and so I, I Jesus. No, <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know he was so religious. I'm really not. <laughs> you heard it here first, but she, I, I was excited she's coming back because she kind of was going to be a glue for a lot of the cast. She's dynamic. She's willing to be a mess, um, and then she did this, and I was like, oh, she over, she overshot it. Yeah, because when I saw her in the first episode, I was like, oh. I kind of like her. Like she understands the assignment when it comes to doing reality TV. Her first scene, I love that they did the flashbacks and everything. And she's coming in on the motorcycle and her her family and everything were engaging from the jump. Yes. And fast forward to episode two. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I posted a tweet. I said, I don't know how anyone can be friends with Tamara. She's so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But I feel like, is she forcing the situation with That's what with it felt Shannon like to me. Right now, I'm like, uh, I don't well, know. Well, she got, 
now it's making me think. So like I was following Tamara when she was going off about Shannon on all the podcasts and stuff. And I was like, is this a ploy to get back on the show? Or is she just because what you didn't see in a season was Shannon was very self-centered. Like she, everything was about Shannon. Shannon would not reach out to anybody. It was a it was a bummer. Everyone had a problem with it. And so Tamara is referencing stuff from I think that's season 12. Oh. Which is a long time ago. Yeah. So it's really weird that she, I thought there was, I thought Tamara was going to be bringing new stuff in. I yeah. thought she was going to be saying like, this happened that you guys didn't know about. And as much as she's trying to say Shannon ghosted her, Shannon, I don't, does she not know what ghosting is, Tamara? I mean, Shannon looked up the definition and everything and she did not, I don't think it was a ghosting situation. I really, and I like, I love Tamara. Everyone knows that I'm going to say that's over and over again. I like her for, she's great TV. But it really felt this episode like she is kind of reaching. Reaching. Because that's what I was wondering. I was like, am I missing something? And she even admitted to Shannon that, yes, you did reach out a, a couple of times. And yes. I'm thinking, so, look, maybe she expects a text every day. I don't know. But she sounded exhausting. I thought I could not be friends with you. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's more like Shannon was the exhausting friend. Shannon was that friend that would call Shannon's the friend that would call you 10 times a day. And if you didn't pick up, she'd be like, what's wrong? Because she's going through something. She needs you to be there for her. She'd call mm -hmm. all hours of the night. Like that was Shannon. So Tamara's remembering that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if that was last year, fine. But I, that was like five years ago now. But were they not speaking at all since? No, they were totally speaking. Oh. So it feels like Shannon's not wrong and that because Shannon and Tamara were involved in a lawsuit with Kelly Dodd. I think I heard about that. Yes. And I think that Kelly Dodd was obviously their number one enemy, but then Tamara gets fired and Shannon stays on the show with Kelly and is posting like my friend Kelly. And it, I think that's what set Tamara all the way off. Oh, and that they're not speaking about. It, and I'm, I'm, thinking it's like how could you be friends with kelly but it's also like tamra if you were still filming with kelly and shannon was off the show you would totally just because that's what you do yeah you know so it feels like a reach however i'm going to say this tamra will own up to her shit so okay. i'm excited that she's gonna have to like totally eat crow and apologize for that disaster because thank god her friend jen was like tamra stop <laughs> it like knock it off. So I think they're going to have some issues this season, Jen and Tamara. And unfortunately, Tamara does that shit too. Tamara likes to pick a fight with people that she brought on the show. Sounds like a very mean girlish. Yeah, and so <laughs> I she's a problematic favorite of mine. Oh. <laughs> so, because people really don't like Tamara and edit, when people present the reasons I'm like I get that. <laughs> I can see why <laughs> she's done a lot of shit. So I'm not surprised that she's going to jump on the opportunity to have any conflict she can, because mm. I feel like she's really trying to hold on desperately to that orange. Of course. I mean, look, they did a whole situation of her coming on Watch What Happens a lot to present her taking back her orange. Um, I've seen so many people excited about her returning. And of course, I saw some folks that were like, oh, I don't know about her. I'm over her. And I and look, I only saw her on Ultimate Girls Trip, so I was like, all right. What she are your okay. thoughts on that? She was okay. But okay. I can see, based off of that that show and the things I was hearing and seeing at BravoCon, that I was just sort of like, she just seems really thirsty. And I don't know what other things she has going on besides Cut Fitness and the cannabis situation, but maybe she really does need that check and whatever that means for everything else that she wants to do. Like, uh, That's what it's feeling like. Yeah, she's a little, a little thirsty, and I don't, I don't really love a thirsty housewife. How could you do this to me? Question mark. I am fresh out of the shower and needed to hop on here and talk about how much I freaking love Lumi whole body deodorant. And I just it dawned on me that when I'm done with the shower, I put this on in that area every single time, and I never smell funky which is the goals, right? We don't ever want to smell funky down there. By the way, though, Lumi has taught me it's not, well, it could be, but it's not always your vagine to blame for odors down there. It's just body odor. 
most of the time. So Lumi was created by a gynecologist who was tired of the vagine getting all the blame. And when you think about it, BO under your armpit, we're so accustomed to that, right? Well, you know, it's because we have our arms down, that doesn't get a lot of air in there. <laughs> What's happening down there? Huh? Not a lot of air. Not a lot of air flow, you know? So it can just get body odor. This is why once I found Lumi, I preach it to everybody. Years ago, I thought I had an STD because an odor came from that area. And I was like, this is it. This is it. I have an STD. Sure enough. Nope. I learned that it's not an STD. It's just body odor. Doesn't that make you feel better? Makes me feel better. And this is for the entire body, not just down there. I use it under my arms. I use it behind my knees. Anywhere that I feel like it's going to get funky, because I really hate smelling. I'm so sensitive to smell, even my own smell. This is clinically proven to block odor all day. And this is a weird thing to say, but it controls odor for 72 hours. I hope you're showering within that time frame. But you know what? If you needed it, if you're at like a festival or something, Lumi's got your back. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, and paraben-free. It's pH balanced for safe use below the belt. And there's a variety of delicious scents. Like I said, I love the toasted coconut, but they've also got some new scents out there like clean tangerine and lavender sage. Oh. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers because it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHESPEAKS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHESPEAKS. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. So let's, let's get into the episode a little bit. Um, like you said, I loved the Jen at the little dinner with Emily and Gina. I like that Jen is owning up to the emotional affair. She's not beating around the bush. And she's even saying, it's not good what I did. Yeah. Like it's, and I, I do agree that an emotional affair, it, it goes on for so long. And I think it is worse than just getting a one night stand in Vegas that you're never going to see again. I don't know what that is in regards to like I, I'm not thank thankfully I've never been in that situation, but for me both are wrong. So I'm just oh like, yeah, no, they're both wrong. If I you had think... to pick, <laughs> <laughs> but I, my thing is if it happened to me, if it was physical and it was one time, or if it was an emotional affair, either one, I'm not going to trust you ever again. Leave ever, me ever again. That's me. <laughs> I I also could catch a glimpse of Gina noting that and being like, I don't like you. Because Gina was, she, her husband had an affair on her and she was hiding it. So it's like, it made sense then the next week we're going to see Gina poke at her a little bit. I'm like, oh, you've been waiting. Yeah, but I, I don't even think it's just that that's how she feels. I think a producer's in her ear. Oh, yeah. I think that's why a lot of people are surprised that she even came back. Because they're like, you don't really offer a lot. So I know she's probably like on thin ice with production. So she's going to be working overtime, as much overtime as she's been working on her fashions and that um that Hair. heart eye that she gave us, that the dark, <laughs> dark eye she gave us at that scene. At first, I was like, oh, that's a lot going on. And maybe that's why she was late. She was probably in hair and makeup. She's had such a journey with her look. Like, she, she's finally got it a li at least a little better. I have to say, they all are looking good in their confessionals. Mm -hmm. All of them are giving good confessional. No one took too big of a risk. Yet, because sometimes when the Orange County women take a risk, I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't save. Let the Atlanta and Potomac ladies do that. OK, <laughs> um, we see Heather packing up her kids for college. Are they in like a warehouse? Like It's like an airplane hangar or something. That's true. I didn't even think about that. I, thought, <laughs> I just assumed it was it was a closet. Maybe. I don't know. You know, you just they never know like with that three house. Three of the same fridges. I'm like, did you just purchase oh. a whole store? <laughs> I just love the fabulosity of oh. Heather planning these things for her children. When I recap the episode, a lot of people were saying, well, yeah, a lot of these universities now, you can do all these things to the rooms. And I was like, rip. Yeah, I, I had no idea either. Because I have, you know, I was when I was in a dorm, it was one teeny tiny space. So when she's talking about getting them a fridge with a microwave and the whatever, I'm like, where are they going to put it? I had room for a bed. 
and that's it. And, and like and a tiny little. Do they desk. not have a roommate? <laughs> I, you know what though? I bet you she is just spending all the money to have them in a private room. Someone's doing their laundry. Heather made that seem like it came with the it, like it came with the school. Yeah. I was like, no, no, you're paying for it. Well, some people did call in and say, well, no, some of these schools, depending on the school, this this is an option. So I'm just like, oh. I bet if you spend, if you go to a a rich enough school, it's like, we'll build some stuff in because people would be complaining about the tuition. Yeah. (laughs) $80,000. What did you say? Like $80,000 a semester? Each. Oh, that's a lot. I mean, they have Did you say a semester? Well, no. I think $80,000 a year. year. Yeah, yeah. Still. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Well, some schools are like $160,000 for the year. Yes, they are, which is ludicrous. Yeah. Um, they lunch with Shannon and Tamara, like you said. Tamara lost me when she went, I'll give you that you did reach out a few times. Because I, like like I said, I, I've seen Shannon be super selfish, and I was not surprised that that was the note Tamara had, and that both Vicky and Tamara were upset that they kind of stopped hearing from Shannon. And Shannon always acts caught off guard and shocked when someone has a problem with her she's like I, i'm sorry I, I i'm sorry i i i didn't know and so she always gets that vibe even though she totally did that but when tamra went i will give you that you did reach out a few times i was like tamra what are you mad is about? this just <laughs> for the cameras is it, is that it does seem genuinely like confused and perplexed more than usual. Right? More than usual. More than her usual state of confusion and whatnot. <laughs> because if Shannon has proof, I feel like it's easy to be like, I didn't ghost her. Like, see all these texts? Mm-hmm. It's like, Tamara, I think deep down, you know, I love you, girl. I think deep down you were jealous. And then it kind of turned into like you were noticing every little thing. Like yeah. if she didn't text you back right away, it was like, see, I never hear from Shannon anymore. That time, I'm gonna guess that's what it was. And I don't, I don't, I don't imagine that Shannon is on social media posting the text. Like you know, our housewives from Atlanta, they're posting all their proof and everything yes. like that. So I'm like, I, I'm assuming she hasn't posted the proof. Yes, and like it's funny because last week I was like, I bet that Shannon did ghost her. Shannon is so selfish. But this one conversation, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> taking it back, taking it back. But Shannon did do the thing that I love. She talks with her little Barbie hands where she keeps her hands together. And she and she, was, <laughs> she does. It's I can't stop looking at it. She's like, you have no, said things about me. It. <laughs> you no, know, it's she does it in her in her confessionals. She like she keeps her fingers. I'm together. just happy that now that the OC is back, we have that ship station commercial back. I'm like, yes, oh, sticks out in my mind. I don't even watch commercials, but that, that one I'll watch. I'm like, it's nice. <laughs> Not a talking <laughs> podcast, but they should be. <laughs> uh, she had a killer ship station ad for sure. <laughs> I liked Shannon though. I think she was in the middle of saying some something kind of. She was like, "You know what, Tamara?" And then she's like, "Excuse me, may I please have another Belvedere soda?" <laughs> See, like you said, I, I I understand exactly why they casted her and why she's ex- existed for so long on this show. Exactly, she del- she delivers. Yeah. Um, I liked getting a, a glimpse into Jen's house with all of her children and her adopted son, Dominic, yeah. and just her story. It really like how, you know, thank you, Jen, for doing all that you do. Yeah. And it was really touching. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot more to unpack with her life. When you have a life like that, where she's fostered kids, she's fostered animals. She had a, a, a tumultuous divorce. She's talking about yes. how they recently had a conversation. Recently, about, yeah. Uh, taking ownership for, you know, the, the demise of their relationship. She's talking about, I'm surprised my kids didn't look at Ryan. Sidebar, Jen and Ryan. We had Dr. Jen yeah. and Ryan. Who, and Ryan, who Ryan. was Ryan. <laughs> So like, funny. That's so interesting. Do they have no other names in the OC? It's so Orange <laughs> County, right? That Jen and Ryan is like the go-to couple name. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But she's far more interesting than yes. both of them. Agreed. And it's funny. I can't really explain why she's more interesting than Jen. Like, I don't know exactly what Dr. Jen did wrong other than she's just, there's, she just wasn't right for TV. As where and I was going to say that she wasn't transparent enough, but I was like, I think she was pretty transparent. He hated her. She wanted mm-hmm. to work all the time. Maybe we yep. just weren't connected with that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, it was just like bad casting. 
Yeah. Honestly, it was just bad casting. With Noella too. And it's like, it wasn't a great move. That's the thing is they didn't look at the cast all together, like on a table, like all their headshots on a table and go, mm-hmm. will this work? Because it was like they cast two different shows <laughs> and then like threw in Noella in the middle of it. And they're like, yeah. and go be Nicole, friends. Then Nicole with the lawsuit. Oh my God, I forgot about her. <laughs> That's mid-season, so. She could not handle it. Which, like, the weirdest thing in the world is that she came on the show knowing that she had sued Terry and wasn't going to yeah. say anything. But she, not only she had she come on the show, she was already having a friendship with Heather before the show. So, so what was your plan? And then it comes out and she's like, and she couldn't take it. She just starts crying. I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> do, do you think that uh, her accusations, her lawsuit against Terry had legitimacy? Now, what were the <laughs> accusations again? I didn't even pay attention. Like it was like a botched boob oh, job. I don't right, remember. It was like a botched something. Job. And th- th- there was a lawsuit. I, I don't know if she dropped the lawsuit. I think she the way that they it. came down to kind of put a, a kibosh on it, understandably, that that's the moneymaker. Oh, yes. Don't mess with the moneymaker. They both walked in and they both like kind of got down to her level and they're like, Nicole, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> no, you don't mean that, right, Nicole? Okay. <laughs> they were it was almost mesmerizing how like they went into attack mode, but gen- yeah. gentle attack mode. Yeah, it was almost I more was, terrifying than if they were just yelling. Do you believe Noella? Noella's accusations about her pushing a producer against the wall. This next section is for Patreon only. If you want to hear it and you want more exclusive content, head to the link in the description and sign up to be a grand dame or the moment. Okay, let's get back to the show now. We've heard so many rumors about Heather, her her issues this season. There were rumors that she had stopped filming at one point. Yes! So I, I look. I'm look. I look. I don't watch chapter and verse. However, I'm in now. So all the tea I'm reading. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then they and they staged paparazzi pictures her and Terry, mm. where they were like just because it was. I think it was something like an affair had come out on the show, and like yeah. that was the rumor. So they they staged paparazzi pictures of them casually just hugging each other in public. And smiling. It looked so staged. It was like, it was practically lit. Like they were like, the lighting's a little off. Turn to the right. Okay, perfect. We got it. Do, so do you believe that there's trouble in paradise in their relationship? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say this. I have no idea how he got Heather other than his money. Because she's stunning. And I just don't find him to be sexually attractive at all. So if, but I don't. It doesn't matter if I get it. They seem to genuinely love each other. They've been through the ringer with each other. I, j- I don't know. Money. Money. Money will do it. Money you will know? Definitely do it. So, like, their she's... personalities, though, if you look at their personalities, they're not, you know, especially because women aren't, aren't as shallow as men can be. Uh-huh. It's more about, you know, wh- what are you inside? Yeah. And I can see personality-wise why they work. Yes. And at least the children look more like her than him. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah, no, I, I so like I never really understood the connect the attraction. How about that? But they always seemed like a solid couple to me. Yeah. Um, but I really have horrible instincts. I've <laughs> Your instinct is as bad as my gaydar. So, so it so it doesn't matter what I think, really, because people like there may be a whole list of people like, no, I had an affair with Terry, and I'm like, okay, I didn't, you know, I don't know, I have no idea. Interesting to see. I mean, yeah. I, at least because it's only episode two, so I was sort of like, it started off good, and then I'm like, episode two, I'm like. Eh. I don't know where we're going, but it's only one episode. It's only one. Exactly. And it just, it went, well, so Emily having to throw the party for Gina was also a big, a big wrench thrown in there, you know, because it wasn't her event. But I have to say, Emily did a great job. They did. And a lot of people were like, they didn't notice that Gina wasn't there. Yeah, they didn't. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they gave her a little cheers in the beginning, uh, but uh, they, they did. Know. I don't remember that. <laughs> they did right at the top. They're like, "This is to Gina," and then immediately Tamara was like, "Has she talked about her kids yet?" And then it went into the next thing. So they touched on it a little bit, but Emily killed it. She showed up. She set up those flowers. It looked really good. She was. But that also, that was where it really endeared me to Emily because mm. the way she, like she goes and she picks up the stuff from Gina's and then when she gets there, she literally like FaceTimes her like, do you approve? I'm like, that is a good friend. She is a good friend. I like Emily. I do too. Gina, I'm not against, I, I'm against her doing a skincare line though. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> you didn't know that? Caroline, she she launched. Oh, see, I forgot because I I stopped watching last season. Oh, yeah, forgot. <laughs> she launched skin Caroline last season, and I said, "Why?" <laughs> Too many people that? do that. Yeah, you know, because like skincare is better so. Skin. <laughs> it's like skincare is so specific, and like. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to be like I worked with someone who got this perfect formula down. I'm like, who? You've been yeah. in the lab. You know, Gina so of all people too. Gina, you know, like what? You know, Whitney Rose came onto the show with the skincare line, so it's a little bit different. Like she already had one, but Gina hasn't been known for her skin. Like when Ramona did skincare, it was like fair because you look like you have drank the blood of you know young virgins to stay looking <laughs> like you do. But where it's is like that skincare line her. now too? Uh, yeah, where is that skincare true renewal? In, it's in Sonia's basement, probably. <laughs> I think someone found it on on uh, Amazon actually, and the reviews were like, "This is not anything." Like water yeah. in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, you know, basically. <laughs> Uh, I did skip over that they're cutting down uh, cut fitness and uh, the awkward conversation. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of shitty. That was kind (laughs) of shitty because I didn't realize Eddie was willing to be that dirty about Shannon. Um, And I feel like if they're trying to have a friendship. Yeah. And you're you're hurt by the friendship. Him saying something like that. I could understand Shannon be like, I don't see it for either one of you. Yeah. And Eddie was always pretty vocal about his dislike of Shannon. Well, because Shannon would literally call constantly. She was that friend. So like if you're in the middle of dinner and you didn't pick up, it was like Shannon would get upset. So Eddie had resentment towards her. But that's also Tamara's fault. You know, Tamara could have set that boundary and been like, I got to go. I can't. She felt like she needed to do, you know, so she kind of allowed. Emily says it perfectly. She allowed her to do that. Yeah. So how is she supposed to know that she doesn't want her to do that? But yeah, Eddie was always pretty vocal about his dislike of Shannon. Uh, yeah. And I guess yeah. it's a different experience. We we see them in clips and yes. moments and editing. Yes. Or spending day and night with these folks and sometimes forced to have relationships with them. Uh-huh. When they don't, when they need a break from them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did kind of, you know, take a double take when he said what he said about her and then, you know, his glowing review of David versus her. I know. And then called her a drunk and then drunken fights between, between Shannon and John. Like, I just feel like if we were really friends, yes, you don't say those things on camera. That's the thing is I was, when that scene happened, I was like, okay, so Tamara came in with like no intention of making up with Shannon. Yeah. Because Dan, and that is not the first person, though, who said that Shannon and John got into constant drunk fights. Like, I've heard that from other people as well. Yeah, like, they're kind of no, they were kind of, like, known for it. Oof. Yeah. Well, remember when Shannon, I, oh, I did see the clip of Shannon all drunk at Bronwyn's party uh, last season. Was that last season or the season before? I think season before. Season before. I did see that clip, too. Yeah, and I was like, oh. they, did show, they did show a clip from Bronwyn's party last season, though. Yeah, and she's wasted because she was like sneaking tequila because Bronwyn wasn't going to have any alcohol. And so she's all wasted talking to her her kids. Um, Okay, boat party. Heather's ponytail is tight. It is tight on her face. Oh, my God. Um, they I like them all in pink. I don't know why. It was like visually very appreciated. I appreciated that. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, they actually all look really great. Yeah. Like, you guys in hot <laughs> pink work. This is good. Like, maybe you should all come matching to everything, like, all color coordinate. I'm really appreciating this. It was it was wonderful. How could you do this to me? Question mark. I don't know about you, but I love reading reviews of places to eat before I go. But I just feel comforted knowing that I can look at reviews ahead of time before I even walk in the door. That is why I love ZocDoc. 
Because when you go to the doctor, it would be nice to know that the doctor is going to connect with you. You're going to connect with them. You'll be on the same page. ZocDoc, you find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free, free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette, like scouring the internet trying to find reviews. ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and their schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the free ZocDoc app for free. Free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash she speaks. ZocDoc.com slash she speaks. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Emily is the only one who texts Tamara about closing cut fitness. Um. And Tamara's in the middle of saying, she's like, yeah, it's just been really difficult. And then up comes Heather. She's like, is there a penthouse? Is there a penthouse? Totally unaware. Very Heather. Very, very Heather. That was a really small boat, though. Look, I look, was going to say. I don't have a yacht. However, that was a really small boat. I was For like, all of them. But then again, remember, this is Gina's party. Oh, I knew. That's why I didn't. That's why I was like, of course, it's a small boat. Of course, it's a small boat. She wants to where the penthouse is. I was like, you're at, you're in it. The penthouse? I'm like, you mean outside? <laughs> you mean just like when you walk out the door? Yeah, it's their penthouse. Yeah. What is she talking about? But we meet Taylor's there. Taylor arrives. <laughs> the face strong. <laughs> the face. She this totally tracks for me that she would transition to Orange County. Like she really? she well, because Beverly Hills, she was always and just in terms of now you see, I'm born and raised in LA. Okay. So I feel like maybe this is I just realized maybe this is just like some LA shade. Okay. But Taylor always had the hardest time keeping up in Beverly Hills. And it was something that was like very difficult for her. And when you make the move like Heather Dubrow did, she even talked about how difficult it was when Terry basically said, we're going to live in Orange County because she was always in Hollywood. Mm. It makes sense for Taylor. It's like a better pace for her. She can't. Beverly Hills was going to eat her up. So it makes sense. Yeah. It makes mm -hmm. sense to me. <laughs> right now <laughs> i mean look it was it was the first time we're being introduced to her look we know her from beverly hills but first yeah. time on this show so she really didn't add a lot to mm -hmm. the scene besides we're learning about her new acting career right okay. like you were what <laughs> she, but okay so they do they cheers to they cheers to gina and then they start to say oh listen to Jen's story about her kids and right as Jen's getting into like an emotional part I'm sorry I I know it was rude of Shannon but her complete and utter unawareness of the fact that she was interrupting and it kept going she's like is that Joe is that I'm so and then you hear like then Tamara and Jen are talking and they're like subtitling it like you should say something wow you're talking about and she's like no I'm serious guys is that John is it and it kept going and going and Taylor's face actually was funny because she could hear them talking next to her but she just like Shannon wouldn't stop she just kept, kept going it being John's son I think she said on watch what happens live that it was oh but then oh. I'm also watching too I'm like that boat is far away so her screaming like John Joe! <laughs> it just kept going. I appreciate going. the funny moments with, with uh, Shannon, though. Like, yes, to me, that was funny. I mean, it was a completely inappropriate. Yes. In real life, <laughs> we would never do something like that. A never. Woman is opening, she's new in the group. She's yes. opening up about her adopted son. And now you are like, is that John's son? <laughs> I appreciate the moment for entertainment, stop. but in real life, it's rude. So rude. And I would be so pissed, especially because she was really getting into like a, a, a thing about it. Tamara's more mad than Jen because for Tamara, Tamara also, when as soon as I saw her drinking in the car on the way there, I went, uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Because Tamara does get drunk really easy because she truly doesn't ever drink. Like, she really is, like, Miss Fitness. She just – they rarely drink alcohol. Yeah. So, yeah. So when Why she started she drinking, are they encouraging her drinking? You know, Bravo's been accused of that before. Well, I think Tamara thinks that's, and it kind of mm-hmm. is like her most iconic moments are from her being pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. So it feels like she thinks that's her thing. And that's kind of why she did it. You know what I mean? Like, it just sort of, it it was giving me that vibe where I'm like, oh, Tamara, you did not have to do this. You could have just got a little buzzed and shown up. And you, she's, she's good without alcohol. She's still feisty and she's still all those things. It feels like she got nervous or something and like drank too much because. The weight of the world is on her back right now. Oh, yes. She's trying to secure her next season. (laughs) Yes. She has, she has a lot to prove. A lot of people are saying that, you know, she's back. They had a big debut episode and now it tanked this episode. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think she, so she it just felt like as soon as I saw her eyes getting all kind of droopy, I was like, she's already drunk and she should be drinking water. And that is it. But she kept, and the problem with bubbles too, is they will mess you up. I used to drink a ton of Prosecco and it was just the best buzz, but like you get fucked up. <laughs> I don't drink, so I have no idea. I don't drink anymore either because I drank too much Prosecco. Because <laughs> the Prosecco got me. When I stopped drinking, LaMarca was like, God damn it, Emily stopped drinking? She was really keeping sales up in that region. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I like, so yeah, so she was wasted and I could just see it. And so as soon as something happened with Shannon, it's like, when you get too drunk and you get like in a like you get on a loop with something and you take yeah. it too far, it's like, uh oh, she's found her one little thing, and that's not she's not going to drop it. And when she starts yelling and screeching, that's her, where I kind of like that tone, <laughs> that tone, like she, that she hits that octave, and yeah. as soon as she gets to that point, I'm like, oh, it's over, guys. Yeah, it's over. It's a very difficult. And I was actually making content using the clip. So I kept having to hear that tone. I was like, <laughs> I am going deaf. It is awful. It was but so Shannon was so calm. I know someone I think thinks that she was. Thing. Yep. Someone thinks that her and Heather were both a little. <laughs> they were lit. That was I mean, smart of them. Smart of Shannon, especially, you know, yeah. take it easy with the booze. Just get a little stoned before. <laughs> that was the way to go. That was. Uh, but Shannon just stays so oblivious to it. Like even Heather's like, so I'm sorry, I was listening. Tell me more about your son. And Shannon is just keeping looking at that boat. She's like, <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm not paying attention. It probably was hard to hear. I'm going to give her that. It was a loud boat. Uh, they were, yeah. they were driving it. I don't know. Maybe it was loud. I'm going to give her that. I am going to give her that. Well, you know, if you watch the Peacock version of the episode, they show the never before scene Yes, where she talks it when when Jen starts to reiterate and, you know, retell her story uh-huh. to get the opportunity. Um, this is when Shannon interrupts her again and talks about, well, you know, I was going to be a foster mom. And then I started taking foster <laughs> that care. Scene? I was just like. Oh, see, that's why she reminds me so much of Ramona. Like, she's very, not problematic <laughs> oh, Ramona, but just oblivious Ramona. And I'm just like. And this is why I think producers probably love her. Oh, now when you make that comparison to her oblivious as hell to the fact that she's she, Emily tells her, like, you should apologize because you totally interrupted her. And she's like, here's how I'm going to make you feel better. I also wanted to be a foster parent. It's about me as well. <laughs> and that's so very Ramona. And it's like, oh, Shannon. Okay, yeah, that is a great comparison, but not as problematic because, you know, no one is. No. But yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, I liked Emily trying to talk to Tamara. She's yeah. she's doing a big job, but I'm not kidding. I was in, it was weird how mad I was at Heather for, okay, so you're going to sit on Emily. You're not going to look at Emily. You're just going to look at Tamara. And when Emily's like, we were talking, we were talking and she just goes, oh, and then she ignores her. I was incensed about it. And she calls her the interrupter and they show all the time she's interrupted. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, is she just lit? (laughs) (laughs) It's one thing if she was like, she sat in the middle of them and then was like, oh, you know, Emily, I want to talk to you too. But she literally sat on Emily to talk to Tamara. And when Emily's like, can you sit here on the other side of me? She's like, no. 
Girl, you lit. better apologize. I think she was lit. Oh yeah, you're no, you are correct. Her eyes look. <laughs> and real. I don't. And I usually can never tell. But I was like, something seems different about Heather Dubrow. Yeah, no, you're right. Now that you say that too, the st- the more I think about the stoner thing, I'm like, okay, yeah, I could see that element for sure. I think maybe she took a little bit too much. Her eyes were more glossed over, and she was also like smiling during the entire scene with. Tamara and Shannon like she was like enjoying it like it was a TV show and I was like you're in it Heather you're on camera (laughs) (laughs) that's why I really feel like she was she was drinking a little bit and Uh they had microdosed she was very interesting behavior you're right because then she tosses what she wanted to toss the shot out she just tossed the whole thing thing. and that is such a stoner thing to do you're like I meant to toss it just the liquid but I tossed the whole thing my below deck senses kick in and I'm like oh my god clean up the glass on the boat like I like immediately I was panicked like you're gonna be in so much trouble get the deck crew or something yes I was like get the third stew right now (laughs) that's third stew work for sure who else was working on that boat besides the bartender? That's what I was saying. Harassing. And the chef, I, <laughs> who didn't know how to put on a mask to save his life. He's the guy, he was wearing it under his nose. I was like, just take it off then. Like, just, it's like, at this, I, point. At this point, what is, what's the point at all? Um, I did like Emily, though, describing how Heather interrupts, because I can see it. How she'll yeah. be like, so tell me about your kids. And then as soon as you start talking, she's like, well, so Nikki actually came home from college. And it's like, I haven't even gotten a word out. I could see that. I could totally see yeah. Heather being that person. I kind of like that about her, though. It I mean, just I makes sense. Could never be my friend. Yes. But for our entertainment, yes. Yeah, it just all tracks. And so I like that we're going to maybe see some Emily Heather feuding. Because I'm like, we always need some B plots. We can't just have one. So I yeah. like that there's gonna there seems to be a lot of moving parts among the cast. Exactly. Keep us interested. I agree. Um, Tamara tried with saying she can fuck a duck. <laughs> Didn't quite work. But I have to say that Emily's confessional about it was great. She's like, if you're not trying to make up, then then didn't don't pretend you're sad about the relationship. You can't just say fuck a duck. The duck has been fucked. <laughs> And the things that she was been saying with her own husband, I'm just sort of like, like that's gonna air. Yeah, that's gonna air. I mean, if we didn't know that Tamara and Shannon were good now in real time, I would have a harder time with this. But we know that they've been through all of this early stages, and now they're cool. I'm. But sure... I wonder now that it's airing, you know oh, how yeah. that can affect people. Totally. Like now so, that they see it with their eyes, they're like. Because remember, she also didn't see probably until recently the scene with David. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that was. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, "Damn, this is okay." This was like she was over it. It's like she wants no friendship. Apparently, Eddie. I call him David, but Eddie. Eddie. I knew what you meant. Yes, I knew exactly <laughs> what you meant because he talked about David. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're at the part where Emily. They're sitting down for dinner. And Emily's like, you should apologize, Shannon, whatever. And Tamara was not present for that part, but she comes in like as Shannon's apologizing. And she's like, you know what? This is a pattern with you, basically. And just kicks it off. Yeah. And, and that's when I was like, ah, this is going well. Yeah. And her friend Jen was like trying so bad because she's like, Emily, why are you? that octave? Why are you sticking up for her? Yeah, and her friends like she's not sticking up for her. And then it's back and forth where Shannon, Shannon was calm, very unlike Shannon. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I was there for you," and then Tamara screams, "No, you weren't! <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar! You're a liar! You're a liar!" Yeah, <laughs> you did that so well. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "I'm gonna jump off! I'm gonna jump overboard!" And she starts, and I was worried she was about to jump too because she I was seemed like she, that she would. She can swim. <laughs> she can swim in her, in her, just take off those wedges. Uh, but then she's trying to tell Shannon. It was like, Tamara, this is such a misstep. I know it's just because you're drunk. But when Shannon goes, have another drink, Tamara. And she goes, oh, you alcoholic. I'm like, not great right now. Not going to land well when you're the one drunk. <laughs> Your one eye is closed as you're saying this. Like You're like, listen. She's like, you're a fucking liar and a drunk. I'm like, that came from a place. You, you're going to regret this so, so here's bad. The thing. You know, we're laughing about it because it's not us and it can never be our friends. Mm-hmm. But we think about 
if your real life friend called you a drunk in front of everyone and national television, can you come back from that? You know, they've done worse to each other. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know, I mean, I have to say, though, Shannon has never really delivered the low blows like Tamara. Now that now that I'm really going back, Tamara has always just been the one to say all of Shannon's business. Oh, my God. Is Tamara a horrible friend? <laughs> I love that you're having these realizations as we talk about this. Oh, my God. You know what? You're right. Because when I'm saying they've said worse, I mean that. Tamra has. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon hasn't really said anything bad other than like reacting to Tamra. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Your stand up is going to change. Okay, so ta- the only thing that's saving her is that next week we see her calling to apologize to Sh- as if if someone apologizes to me on reality TV and it seems genuine, I'm very quick to move on because we don't have a choice. We got to keep it moving. We can't keep harping on things. So if she's willing to forgive, I think it will be fair though if Shannon wants to drag this out a little bit. She has, I think, she has the right at this point. Because we need a. My thing is, especially if you have a history of doing this over and over again, you're going to do it again. That is tiresome. <laughs> Maybe when like- she posted her. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having some realizations about Tamara right now. Um, Because you're right. You probably need a break from. Yeah. Like like, a season or two. Like that's, yeah, it's not great. And Emily's trying so hard to mediate. And then Tamara's like, I'm going to hurt you if you don't stop. And Emily doesn't even react. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, I am the only one here on your side right now. Like, why are we even? And that's why I feel like that reconciliation is not going to last long. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the reconciliation was... between Emily and Tamara? Emily, yeah. Okay. I don't okay. think that's going to last long. Based off of Emily okay. trying to help the situation and she was screaming at Emily, I was just like, this is not going to be good for you. Uh, yep. But maybe it, it, it has last. I haven't heard them having yeah, drama. Yeah, no, I actually mm-hmm. haven't heard about the status of it either. Um, yeah. But the boat, so the boat docks, and Tamara is basically asleep, standing up. Like, she's like, her eyes are shut. She's so drunk. And she actually leans over to Heather, and she's like, you didn't stand up for me. And Heather's like, okay. <laughs> You're so drunk, you're not going to remember half of this. But, like, what was Heather supposed to do? No one could have stood up for you, girl. And Heather is like this on a whole other planet herself. But she's on a very, like, calm planet. So she's like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could not believe how Heather was truly smiling and laughing through the bulk of it. Like, she was, like, she wasn't, like, she was almost proud. She's like, and we're back. And Orange County is back back at what it does best. She was like, I really appreciate that energy from her. Me I too. Really, there's something comedic <laughs> about her on this show sometimes. And I'm just like, I, it's refreshing. It's I ref- agree. I agree. She wasn't taking it too serious. She's like, this is just a singing. We're just having a moment here. You know, she, yeah. they've all been friends. They, I will say that Tamara is a good friend. I just think this is maybe, and it's all making sense why Eddie didn't like her doing the show. Oh, like yeah. when she got let go, he was rejoicing. And and Andy was like, why? It's on Watch What Happens Live when she got to come back and finally do her like little thing. And Andy was like, you know, I haven't caught up with you in so long. How was Eddie when you got fired? And he was the bartender. And he was like, I was so happy. And it now it's making sense because, like I said, people who know Tamara, like in Orange County, they're like, she's never like this. Like, she doesn't really drink. She's pretty mellow. So we're not really getting the real Tamara. Well, I think because it would probably be boring in her mind. Well, I don't believe that. Well, maybe with her. I just feel yeah. like this whole idea that you have to drink to be fun. Agreed. I'm like, well, that means you're not you're not great at Agreed. all. Agreed. Especially since this was this was like, oh, this was like a dark <laughs> yeah. experience. Messy, dark. How do you come back from this? But luckily, Shannon's a good housewife. You just bounce back and you forgive. Mm-hmm. And even if she doesn't totally mean her that she forgives, it's fun to watch Shannon, like, the way she's like, well, I don't know. Like, she, she's just so dramatic in her facial reactions to things. So, like. Like, when they when she caught them talking about her last week. Yes. <laughs> like, this is so funny. Yes. And she's just like, oh, you're talking about me? And just. <laughs> she, so, she she is, 
like she's settled in now that she's not with David anymore and she's like in her new world in her new life it's I I can really appreciate Shannon and I'm shocked at how team Shannon I was after this episode (laughs) and even after us talking now I'm like having some epiphanies I'm like Tamara um we may have some issues I'm 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 enjoying Shannon. Look, I don't know all of the history of Shannon, Mm -hmm. but what I've seen so far, because it's probably better that way. I take her (laughs) as she is today versus I think that's something that we have to start. I was just saying this to myself because I talk to myself. Um, (laughs) I feel like like we need to become a more forgiving society. Like people make mistakes, people have said things incorrect over the years, but take them as they are today. And that's how I'm taking Shannon. Tamara, I'm taking you as you are today. A hot ass mess. A hot ass mess. And that is why when people say karma never forgets or karma's bitch, I'm like, I don't know if that's accurate. Because, (laughs) you know, unless if you've made amends for your past transgressions and you are living a better life, karma's not like I'm coming to get you for like everything you did 10 years ago. Because then we'd never, ever have a better life. So... Well, this has been very eye-opening for me. <laughs> it's like therapy for you right now. <laughs> I was like, well, I need to just change the whole thought process here. Uh, Kim, can you tell everybody where they can find all of your amazing content? Everything is Kempire. At the Kempire on social media, thekempire.com, Kempire on YouTube. Smart branding. <laughs> Everything's Kempire. It is. It is. And it is amazing. You are everywhere. Like literally, how the fuck do you do it? I don't know, but Honestly. I, it, it, is, it is a hot, hot guy summer this summer. So I'm enjoying my summer. You know, I was just in London. I'm about to fly out again. Yes, you were. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> you are international now. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to travel still, you know, quitting my corporate job of like 15 years. I've been doing it this now full time, almost two years. Amazing. Oh, so, uh, you know, I'm really trying to find that balance because look, yeah, I do do a lot. I do work a lot, but I'm like, no, I need to start setting my own boundaries so I can enjoy what I'm doing at the same time. Because sometimes you realize that you're a really tough boss on yourself. Yeah. And you're like, I need to give myself a vacation. Yeah. When you're an entrepreneur, it's not the same when you're working for someone else. When you're an entrepreneur, you're working 24 seven, basically. Always, always. always, Because it's on you. And you're like, I can improve that because if I do it, it'll happen as opposed to working for someone else where you're like, I'm phoning it in. Yeah, exactly. But then you have to find that balance of signing off and actually that, that's why I probably need to go somewhere where there is no Wi-Fi. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that sounds I just got chills. Think about how scary that would be. <laughs> it sounds like a good idea for like an hour. And then I'm like, well, what do I watch? Yeah. Like I need to watch Netflix. I need, I need to watch to- <laughs> for the fourth time. <laughs> totally. Thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. This was fun. All right. Well, guys, you know where to find him. You know where to find me. Love you. Mean it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.